Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Jeffrey Hammond, the great Chakwa, the great Jeffrey Hammond is on board. <laughs> Welcome on board, Chakwa. Well, I guess we start the way we start. Until the lions have their own historians, the tales of hunting would always glorify the hunter. Say that again. Well, folks, I said until the lions have their own historians, the tales of hunting will always glorify the hunter. Hello, and welcome to the most opinionated hour on radio and the nation's thought-provoking hour. I am Nanan Sakwal, the fourth chief of the Little Republic of Akwamu Edumasa. <laughs> and I'm sure very soon they'll be sending some soldiers down my end. <laughs> trying to create a republic within the republic right from Volta it's just the river that crosses us you know I'm sure the soldiers will just ship across so <laughs> they'll just ship across and hey you know try and uh, arrest me for trying to create uh, a republic within the republic but hey from the little republic of Akwamadumasa it's a beautiful Monday and Mondays are not complete without a dose of an opinion to start our day our week with a beautiful ritual to start the week. A ritual that seeks to make us, you know, Ghanaians without labels. A ritual that you know, just wants the best for us. And as best as we can for an hour a week, we do our best. Welcome to the ritual I call That's My Opinion. Clement Pate, I see you, I see you, and thanks for staying tuned and staying on board. 
the governments we elect. That's the topic today. Do we really as a nation, as a people, deserve the governments we have been electing? In the past weeks, few weeks, you know, after listening to the happenings in our happy home Ghana and looking at the state of helplessness in the face of blatant criminality, clear violations of our own laws and total absence of any remnants of common sense and Ghana first. And the spirit of Ghana first. It leaves any patriot asking, can we sink any lower or this is it? Is this our rock bottom so we rise up from here or we're going to drown further? Anybody with an ounce of patriotism in your heart, you must have thought about it. But can it get any worse? Are we going to sink further or this is the rock bottom where we start to make our ascent? Yes, folks, it's very true. Ghana is moving and growing, undoubtedly. But the question is, moving to where and growing into what? Probably we have to do a whole show on just that. The Ghana is definitely moving and growing. But folks, where are we moving to and what are we growing into? Now, that's why I thought of Joseph de Maestri who was a lawyer, diplomat, writer, and a philosopher who said, every nation gets the government it deserves. Then I got worried. I got worried because we have been at it since 1992. And if this is what we deserve, then folks, it calls for a sit-down and a big discussion. So on the face of it, yes, it's democracy. We queue up to vote the candidates and parties we want. We do so relatively freely. No one has a gun to our heads. Indeed, across Africa and many uh, nations in the world, we are touted as being very good at this culture. We have perfected it. We have made it top priority above all else. The act of voting is literally code red. It must happen come rain, come shine, come high, come low. With a strong sense of false hope, we queue up to vote. This is an election year. So all I'm about to say, folks, will not be any news unless you have dropped from Mars into this country. It wouldn't be any news. But now permit me to just patronize you a little bit this evening so we just have a discussion. However, folks, because we are unable to trust our systems, for the systems to work, We have all become selfish voters. We vote for our very personal interest. So we vote for a promise that will help us. We vote for a person that will be of benefit to us. We vote for a project. We vote for a road. We vote for a school. We vote for a bridge. And the list is ongoing. Some even vote for a promise of a place of convenience. Folks, some people even vote for a promise of a place of public convenience. Some vote for that. So folks, those who are running for office to just like us are mostly in it for themselves. 
Therefore, in order for them to win more votes, folks, the joke is just make more promises. You look at everyone's problems problems and decides, let me fix it all. It makes their lives better. And that's what we are in now, folks. That's what we are in now. And in our desperate mood to get life a bit smoother, we also buy their promises and their stories. Each year or every four-year cycle with that hope that this time it could be a bit different. Every party, every politician seeking votes will say, oh, I will stabilize the city. The city will be stabilized. The city will be cleaned. I will reduce fuel. I will put beds in hospital. I will check illegal mining. I will clean your waters. I will make you richer. Your roads will be better. And the icing on the cake, I will create jobs. I mean, it's just literally carbon copy. Everybody has it in their manifesto or on their lips. And they just sing it. We, on the other hand, you know, sinking will class up to anything. The funny thing is we never stop to ask. Particularly when they say, I will create jobs, which is one of the, you know, the, the, it's like the icing on the cake. I will create jobs. We just want to hear that. The masses want that. But we never stop to ask, who will be doing that work that you're going to create? Do we even have the skills for whichever job it is that you're going to create? Do we need any skills for those jobs? Who will buy the products and services for this job that you created? Where are the jobs going to be? How do we even apply for this job? Do we have to be in school? Which part of school do we need to be? JSS, SS, university, technical. What does it take to qualify for these jobs? Just out of selfishness and ignorance, we jump on board. So from this picture, folks, then we deserve the governments we elect. Based on this picture, then it means we deserve the governments we elect. So I guess I'm not really pushing my opinion today or standing a firm ground or pushing anything because it's a conversation need to, we need to have. But really asking if it's all our fault. Because has there ever been a nation that started with a switched-on citizen reader with all enlightened and up and going and up and doing? Are we not supposed to be trained and educated on the methods of governance that we have chosen? But who should or who will? Folks, who should and who will? And I guess that's our pain. Probably, you know, a vicious circle. Here we are in our selfish and ignorant mode, you know, chosen a certain path, hoping that the people benefiting from our ignorance would one day just wake up and start to educate us. And I guess that's our bane. Folks, is it going to be the politicians benefiting from our ignorance? Or will it be the same selfish and ignorant citizenry that would educate us on how to think Ghana first instead of village first or person first? Folks, if we take sector by sector and stand back and look at the results, 
so disheartening. And I can just list from now, probably till tomorrow morning, on things which will just literally give you a broken heart before daybreak. Look at the mother and baby unit at Okonfanochi, which has been sitting there uncompleted for 40 years. 40, folks. Most of the people listening to me today were probably not even born. 40 years. Babies were dying in their numbers. Mothers were dying, giving birth on the floor, having to wait literally in an animalistic way. 40 years. It had to take Seth Kwame Boatin to do a documentary to expose the ongoings there. Had it not been, folks, it will still have been there with people dying. And these are the same people who queue up year in or four year in, four year out to vote. The same people. With the false hope that Ebeyeye. Those are some of my worries. Folks, look at the spades of road accident. And this year, I mean, this time, if you're on my broadcast list, I'm, you know, let me apologize because I'm constantly, I don't know if I should say, updating you or informing you of the happenings on our roads. The, the indiscipline on our roads. Folks, the needless deaths on our roads. Needless deaths on our road. Murder. There's literally mass murder on our roads. And yet we are helpless. Can't even start a revolution or anything to say that's it. We're going to check this thing. We are just so helpless. The distraction of water bodies. And if... If... uh, Ken Ashibe is still tuned on, I'm sure by now he's just about to throw up. The distraction of water bodies. And I've said this many times, that we are probably the only people in the world, ever, ever, the only people ever to exist in God's globe, who, in peacetime, not in war and conflict with anybody, destroys their own water. The highest form of espionage in the whole world. We are probably the only existing creatures who destroys their own water. Can you imagine? And the people allegedly involved in in, in, in this in this mess. The people and the names involved in this mess tells you that we are doomed. Because the very authorities who could have signed the green ink to stop it are on the helms of affairs. And yet, every four years, we vote, hoping that our lives will be better. So after all these folks, if truly, this is what we deserve. Folks, if truly this is what we deserve, then maybe we should declare national year of mourning. For the rest of the year, we should probably just wear black and red and cry. Because where is going to be the end inside? How can this be what we deserve? How can this be what we deserve? 
And yet, this is what we elect. So where do we go from here? We have another election coming up. The first half of the year is going to be about getting a register. That's going to be the first battle. And if we're able to get over that, then again, the promises will start. Yes, they know I am desperate for a road to Edumasa. So mine is simple. Now, now, get your people to vote for us. We'll get you a road to Edumasa. Others need a police station. So that's it. We'll get you a police station. You just vote for us. Folks, it's no wonder that voter apathy now is so high, probably the highest it's ever been. Because all we see are the people who we vote for getting richer and powerful overnight. And that's our governance system. That's probably the the only thing guaranteed in in the governance system. People suddenly change the way they speak. All of a sudden, everything that they hated, now they love and defend. All of a sudden, everything that they hated, they hated for who drives, they hated the alarms and the, and the, and the sarees. It, it, it was disgusting. And then now, if you ask the same people, they would defend it with their blood. That's the guarantee in our governance system. Folks, is this what we deserve? Or is this what we are being subjected to? Hear me out, folks. I know they said every nation deserves the governance or the vote for. Or every democracy deserves the governance and vote for. But I'm asking. Folks, is this what we deserve or this is what we are being subjected to? Because if voter apathy is high, then it means, you know, we really are not happy with this. Folks, now being an MP, it's just like a, f- a fashion show. It's, it's, a, it's a trend. People rushing and spending huge sums of money to become an MP. <laughs> It's a new craze. As I said, so it's like a zone to everybody should dance. Everybody now should be an MP. Get a picture, stick it on a paper, and just plaster it along the city everywhere, making the city more disgusting. Breaking the very laws that they are going into the parliament to break, i.e., posting bills everywhere. You start by breaking the law. Spending huge sums of money to become an MP. Have we asked them, folks? Have we asked them? Have we forced them? Or it's being imposed on us? Because at the end of the day, folks, we turn up to vote and our options are given to us to select. All we can do is choose the lesser evil. All we can do at the ballot box is to choose the lesser evil. Those with more money and more popularity will make it up there. Those who have the nation to heart and will come and stand up won't have a chance. We have no choice but to choose the lesser evil. And so I am asking, folks, is this what we deserve or this is what we are being subjected to? Talk to me because I desperately feel that we deserve better.
0302216541. I am desperate and I strongly believe that we deserve better. Lexi Crow Cliff Atu. It says everything happening has nothing to do with government. We as a people have neither integrity nor honesty. We can't all uh, we we can get all the education we want, but without these two things, we are going nowhere. Derek is on the line. Let the conversation begin. Hello, Derek. Yes, sir. Yeah. Boss. Let me hear you. I greet you back. Nana, ASMP. I think the issue I take is one, it starts from discipline. And I always insist on to discipline ourselves and sit up. Let him better will come to this nation. Two, Asia security. Look at the rules we are constructing. Any other election will come back and then redress it. So I went out suggesting for a big moment that would turn things far and then construct rules like the motorway that can last over time. Two, go to the education sector. We keep going around the issues. Meanwhile, the solutions are just there. We are unable to just under that. Come to the health factor. There's nothing to write home about. So when are we going to arrive? Rice undefended, our rice surrounded. And until we demand our rice, they will keep falling in. The traditional authorities have a place to play. Until their rightful place is uh, uh, taken on. And then they become part of the government system. Let them work for us. Thank you very much, my brother. Pakojo is on the line. Hello, Pakojo. Hi, Nana. Yes, sir. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Nana. Hmm. You always have a way of making us feel uh, rejuvenated. Nana, you see, if, if as a country we close our president, whether it's John Mama or Nana Kupalo or whoever, if we close our president with so much power, we close our MPs with so much power, why wouldn't people kill to be president or MP? If we treated them like public servants, as the constitution demands they are, I don't think anybody would be envious of having motorcades and, and guards and whatever. Nobody would be nobody would be envious of anybody. I, I am a proud Ghanaian because, you see, regardless of whoever I voted for, whether the person won or not, I was happy I voted for the one who made sense to me. We, 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 we all stood up and held the free SHS and the free progressive SHS. And some of us who are teachers kept asking, where will the money come from? But you always be shut down. This is the reason people prefer revolution to democracy. Then we are just not ready for democracy because our psyche has been injected with 
something I only want to talk about this evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Quay is on the line. Quay, let me hear you. Nana, good evening. Good evening, my brother. Nana, my main country, and very thought-provoking that you have. Because, you see, Nana, there's, there's one thing that is really going on. You know, Ghanaians, and we have really believed in these two big political parties. Mm. We have really placed our confidence in them so much that I think, Nana, there's a need for us to give another person the opportunity to come in and let's see how best he can also perform. And I think Mr. Kofi Apalu, is someone there of the LPG, the Liberal Party of Ghana, is someone who I believe Ghanaians must also give a chance for him to come and see how best he can perform. And I think he has so many good initiatives and thoughts that when he comes in power, I think things will really go well for Ghana. Thank you very much. But you're not alone with, the, with, with in that regard. Uh, this one says, good evening, Nana. Ghanaians need to vote outside MPP NDC, period. I say this because these two parties are too comfortable and have fine-tuned their carnal deeds. The power lies within our thumbs. Those who benefit from political foul play count, uh, can't outnumber we the populace. God owns Ghana, deserves better. Shem, bros, barbecue. But Musa is on the line. Mahazu. Mahazu. Yeah, this is Mahazu. Let me hear you, my brother. Thank you, sir. Good evening, Nana. Good evening. Yeah, in fact, sir, this is the, this is the platform that I normally contribute to my small idea in my small area at Enusinia High. I actually, you have brought a very, uh, very nice topic. And to me, if I summarize what you are trying to discuss, I, it just came into my mind, the rule of government. Hmm. You know, what is the rule of government? Mm-hmm. And then I always ask myself, whenever a government or any ruling government, whether they, whatever they put on something rude, oh, then they make noise. I have done this rude. 
have done this. And I'm asking, is it not the role, is it not the function, is it not the, the, the role of government to provide this social amenity to the people? That is the reason why you are voted into office. So I don't see any reason why government will just put up a school house, school building, then you put in a green and white book that they have done this. That is your role. That is the function that you have to perform to the people of Ghana. And it is incumbent on you to do it. So until we, we actually come to realize and then put our governance in check that what you have voted for is what you have to deliver to the people. We will never get anywhere. And politicians will continue to do whatever they are doing because they know that whenever they get into power, there are some money that they can take and then we, the other people, cannot. So they continue to spend much and get much. It's like garbage, garbage out. So until we, the other people, have to realize and so that no, this must be stopped. You have to perform your duty as a government and then you rule to the people of this nation. Thank you very much. Surely this is not what we deserve. But who is ah, bold enough to bail the cat? Let's throw away this colonial inherited version of democracy and go for the type that suits our particular situation in this country and continent. Else down, down will continue to go. Lord have mercy. Udote ni Udote. But straight in the USA is Kwabna. Hello, Kwabna. Hello, Nana. Nana, how are you doing? I'm very good. Let me hear you, my brother. Hey, Nana, you haven't disappointed again. You haven't disappointed at all. And you've gotten the country to think deeply. Hmm. And uh, all, all I can say is that there are three things I took from your your commentary. Mm-hmm. First of all, whether we deserve something less. No, Ghana deserves more. Mm-hmm. Second, and the two questions that you asked, which are very important, are are we allowing the politicians to voice their ideas on us or we are directing the agenda? What is happening right now is the people are not are not taking the lead. They are not directing the agenda. They are not asking the politicians what we what we need most. No. So Ghana is very serious and we haven't reached the bottom yet. We are going to hit the bottom before we realize that hey we haven't done anything at all. Now this is what we need to do. This is what we need to do. Uh, it, it's serious I don't know where to start but the problem is that we need to take the fourth we need to take the lead and direct the agenda and get the politicians to follow and find solutions to the problems that we we think we need. Other than that, we shall be going round and round and round and round, and we shall, go, we shall be going in circles and circles and circles, and, and nothing's going to happen. So I think we've gotten the nation thinking, and I think it's a debate that we all need to have. That's what I can say. Thank you very much for even listening and calling. I am grateful. Nana, we deserve better, but it seems we have allowed it. We vote with our hearts and not our heads. Sadly, we have helped to build a failed state, CBO in D.C. But Williams is on the line. Hello, Williams. Evening, sir. Good evening. Let me hear you, my brother. How are you today, sir? I'm great. Nana, Mm -hmm. this is what we deserve. This is very what we deserve. Mm. When we all are greedy, we are human beings full of greed. Mm. Is it possible for you, Nana? I know you, you spoke about this thing a lot. For you to lead a revolution, for us to have one party every four years, 
NDC, NPP, let's give them four, four years. You will see that they will be, they will be challenging themselves to perform. But who gains is the people, not the political party. Because we have brothers, we have uncles, we have sisters in these political parties. And we all Ghanaians are happy that they are members of these parties because we run to them every day to ask for money. And they push around with us. And we are very happy to even share your name with them. Anna, please, can you want, do you want to become our president? And let's vote for you. Please, we need help. We need help. We need help. I'm not president yet. We need help. But see, I kind of agree with you. Maybe four years, four years is too short. Maybe maybe six years, you know, and we alternate it. The reason why I say that is because if... If, if the NDC knew that in six years it would be their turn to come to power, maybe for the six years, instead of them bringing down the government, they'll be probably doing research as to how to come and continue when it gets to theirs. Because otherwise, it's like, well, if you come, I bring you down. Until I come, you also bring me down. But Makafui is on the line. Hello, Marco. Makafui. Hello, Nana. Hello. One of him. Hmm. Hey, Nana, I think I can implement single spine in parliament. It's because they don't know what is going on. If they wish to implement single spine in parliament, they will know what the ordinary Ghanaian is going to and they will set up. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. But folks, let's look at this catch-22 situation, right? I'm saying that, you see, as a nation, I mean, no nation, you can't have a nation that just wakes up one day and they are all switched on at to, you know, what side of the systems, everything. They will have to be educated. But here we are, you know, have uh, selfish and ignorant and somebody saying we are all voting with our heads. Now, we are expecting quote-unquote politicians to come and say, okay, no, that's not right. You have to vote with your head and not your heart. But he's the guy benefiting from us voting with our heart. So then, he's out. on my Because your ignorance and selfishness is enriching him. We are supposed to now educate ourselves. And we are the ones who are selfish and ignorant. So are we, are we, are we stuck? You know, are we stuck? But then I say voter apathy is gone up, which means there's a great majority now who are thinking, no, we must get better than this. We deserve better than this. How can it be that an uncompleted, you know, mother and baby unit sit there for 40 years? 40. And then Manasi Azuri will take a camera and in the bushes will be cars and motorbikes and things that we have used the same state money to buy and it's just there, just getting rotten, the same state. I'm saying, no. Whatever it is, even if we elected them, whatever it is, I'm not asking for perfection, but we deserve better. Derek is on the line. Hello, Nana. Yes, sir. I'm sorry to uh, come again. Let me hear you. The issue here is we are the first country to gain independence. Now, we were equated with this colonialist governance system. We have our own way of governing ourselves before we are colonized. So my point here is, till we all agree that, okay, let's bring on board the traditional authority. I keep insisting on this. If we have the current legislature, it's not happiness. Should we have an upper chamber 
where like the national half office have a stake in it. I don't think a chief will have the audacity to give his land for a guarantee. Because he will be in check. There will be the check and balances. But here they are. They've been sidelined. And then the government imposes whatever it is on them. So you'll be sitting in your, 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 your kingdom. Somebody will just come and then give you a goat or something. A snack. And then by the time you say Jack, the party camera sitting somewhere have, have this uh, license to mine or not. Without even your concept. So when we start, when we end, let's bring on board the traditional authorities. So at least the soldiers will be able to at least go to the chief and say, oh, we are not comfortable with this. But now you'll be there before you say Jack. Uh, vanguard or what do they call it is here checking this thing they'll be collecting the money pocketing it and then the people are suffering so let's bring on board those uh, institutions then we'll get somewhere thank you very much checks and balances further checks and balances uh kwabna apia is on the line hello kwabna hello nana good evening good evening Kwabna. you've raised a very important topic this evening hmm. The question is, do we deserve the leaders we vote? Yes, we do. Hmm. They are a reflection of ourselves. So, if we, we, we think of the, the totality of the situation and realize that we are very law-abiding citizens, because it is the same us who do not litter the streets of uh, London, mm-hmm. who do not drink and drive in London, who do not overspeed in London. Mm-hmm. And why do we do same here? Hmm. Now, that's a very big question. Yeah. And the only difference between these two countries is that in one country, the law is no respecter of person. You go afoul the law, you are dealt with irrespective of whose ass is God. Hmm. So, we need to enforce our laws first to whip ourselves into shape. Then we would in turn also whip our leaders into shape. Now, who tells us that we have to wait for four years before we vote someone out as a punishment? Whilst they are still in governance, whilst they are still in government, when they go found the law of when we have concrete evidence that they have committed acts of corruption we face them we hold them to the to our, uh, our courts i believe our court system works so that one will promote transparency and accountability so they become the civil servant or the, the civil servants that they are, are people that we have voted people that we have asked to work on our behalf so we take them we make sorry we make them accountable for their stewardship every time not only vote them out as a punishment that way we know we'll be focused and lastly we should have a national agenda so that there won't be haphazard development we also plan, hey, we're doing 50 kilometers of road every year. So steadily, irrespective of which government is in power, they will tow the national agenda. Then we know that we are moving 
in a direction that we have all agreed as a people to follow. Thank you so much. I thank you too, Kwabna Pia. P leverage. Ghana has smart people who can fix the country. The kind of politics we practice in Ghana pushes people away from getting involved and helping fix this country. That's another one there. We do not want less evil among two evils. We deserve good. This is Susan Edu Amankwa. Hello, Nana. It says, good evening. My take on today's topic is that we scrap our current constitution and go for a new one, bearing in mind that all the articles and clauses that are not in the interest of Ghana and its citizens are reviewed. This is Kofi at Ashalibuke. That's my opinion. But Kwe is on the line. Hello, Kwe. Nana, masanya babio, but miwa asem gakrabi ya meka nsana mefri hako. Nana, niyatia nise, misabra na miwo school muno, ayye SS time, na misuya miye general arts, na miye government. Yetre yen adie bifa, ayye adie bifa ni fusion of powers. Ayye powers ha, yaki kambu mu ama nipa bako. Ama nipa bako no, ayye abuse power no, because ono ne wasa adina. Nana, niyatia nise, niya wa principle bi yefe ni separation of powers. Separation of powers, you know, Elom is on the line. Hello, Elom. Hello, Nana. Hi. Thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome. So, uh, it's a very important topic. Uh, I believe that those of us who are following politics that you know that all these decisions are made by the politicians. So, we deserve the government that we serve because we are the ones who put them there. So it now comes back to the question of those who were advocating for for the nobles who were saying that let's not allow the political parties to make every decision in this country. Let's allow the system to make those decisions so that individuals can come out. See, a lot of people are commenting that the good people don't want to join the political parties because of the all kinds of things that they do. So I hope that you rethink the issue of the novel and then maybe putting people who can say thank you. Uh, thank you too. Uh, Joseph is on the line. Hello, Joseph. Yeah, Nana. Yes, sir. Good evening. Thank Le- you for the good job. Uh, the, the, the topic is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, this has been a discussion in my home. And sometimes we wonder why we should even vote. Mm-hmm. Because the people we vote for, we've seen 
the way politics is being done in the country over time and it's, it's so sad it's so boring like um, the laws are not being applied to some specific people they flout the laws they can walk away free and they come on radio to come and uh, score points even today we heard how bad our, our, our river body is and another person says when you were in power power the river was it not bad okay if it was bad and you decided that you were coming to fix it has it been fixed no so i, I think we should go beyond ndc and NBC. i think that is that's the way forward for ghana Thank you very much. This one says, uh, good evening. I want to let you know that Africa is the continent of contrast and extremes where nothing gets done well by our politicians. And so is our story as Ghanaians. They take advantage of illiterate masses to swim to the top. We don't deserve it at all. Harassing in Abo. And the number is 0302216541. Eben is on the line. Hello, Eben. Yes, sir, Anana. Good evening. Good evening. <coughs> Anana, I want to ask a question. Hmm. I want to know if Ghana, we have a national agenda. Hmm. Uh, <coughs> do we? Not that I'm aware of clearly. Wow. So when NDC comes, he says that he wants to do this. Then when MPP also comes, I think we must have a national agenda hmm. whereby all the political parties who come into power will follow. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Do we... uh said every country deserves the government he elects. And I'm just saying, but do we deserve a little bit better than what we have now? In Cape Coast is Ebenezer. Hello, Ebenezer. Good evening, if you can hear me, Nana. I can hear you loud and clear. Thank you. Nana, I get worried when I hear this talk about major parties, leading parties, NDC and NPP are front runners. They are big parties. I get worried. Okay? Nana, I can tell you that NPP members with cast, people who call themselves members with cast, they, they don't number up to even 500,000. NDC, eh? People who call themselves members of the party, they don't number up to even one million. So, if they each get over five million votes in an election, surely we, the people, the floating voters, voted for them. If a dog, excuse me to say, is seen on top or on the roof of a building, and Okobrani surely put it there, we are the people who continue to vote for them into office, for them to mess up. Okay? NDC and MPP, they are the bane of our existence. They love the display of power, but fail to realize its responsibility. That is the problem we have on our hands. So if you are listening to me out there, have a change of mind. We are lagging behind. That's my opinion. Thank you very much, and I love your passion.
Nana, I was a first-time voter in 2016. Having observed the happenings in the in the prior to 2016 election, I voted MPP. But honestly, I highly disappointed in this government, so I'm saddened by their management and don't think I will vote this year. We deserve better, but our leaders don't give us the best. And this is Kwesi in D.C., Good evening, Nana. Yes, we deserve the candidates we voted for, but not with the persons ruling us now. Fausa in Virginia. Good evening. Both MPP and NDC have disappointed the populace tremendously. Ghanaians, please let's rise against mediocrity and challenge the status quo by voting them out. We, the populace, have the power. We should use it wisely. Shem Mixin Yabua, Bros Barbecue. Nana, we have a whole chapter in the Constitution of Ghana, that is Chapter 6, which deals with national issues and Article 35, Clause 7. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. It states that as far as practicable, a government shall continue to execute projects and programs commenced by the previous government. From Peter in Makati Hill. That's for things written down there. That should be a go home. <laughs> well, let's take this opportunity to wish uh, our Northwood brother, our brother from Northwood, England. I'm sure you're wondering who. Well, we're talking about George, the one and only George Uyafi. <laughs> the one and only George Uyafi from Northwood, England. A very, very belated happy birthday. If you know him very personally, he's very, very affable. Very, very affable. So, George, happy, happy, happy birthday. And I'm sure you live long, and I'm sure that one day, one day, the Governor of Bank of Ghana will be mentioning your name as George. We are and we'll all be laying claims. Oh, I love that, man. I love to see people around me succeed so I can use it as my bragging rights. My son Abeku was on the ones and twos. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.